So anyways, after this whole... The, the <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Gemcast on Hologram Radio. This is Alex Knight and I am joined by Aline Sims, formerly of the Less Than or Equal podcast, and science fiction writer Kay Tempest Bradford. In season three, episode nine, Straight from the Heart, a new fashion designer, Regine Césaire, comes to town and starts working with Gem and the Holograms. When they initially reject her designs, her frustration turns her to the glamour of the Slingers. However, they soon take advantage of her and eventually cast her aside. Repented, she then returns to the holograms asking for another opportunity. Stay tuned for an action-packed episode. Showtime synergy. All right, well, we're back after a long, long hiatus with four episodes left. We could yeah. not deal with the feelings. There were so many feelings, and then this gave us feelings. There were all these feelings. We just couldn't deal with them. Yeah, Sorry, that must guys. be it. No, that's, I'm that's totally I, it. I'm impressed with your intro, though. You you knew you knew it, Alex. Pretty. I I guess I never forgot it. I'm I'm very impressed. You've been practicing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, gotta have no. well, well, we'll see. Point. We'll we'll see how the rest of this goes. <laughs> so, episode sixty-two is written by Buzz Dixon. I mean, we begin with. Uh, there's like a fashion show going on in somebody's backyard. And so you know that it's shenanigans because it's a fashion show in the backyard of somebody's house. But it's the Countess's house. The Countess de Voisin, who lives next door, who's having a fashion show in the backyard of her house. Mm-hmm. As and you Rio's do. Like, and Rio's like, do you do this every night? And I was like, of course she does, Rio. That's what, what right. a Countess does, is has a mm-hmm. fashion show every single night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That she so does. I did mean, Shayna not have time know. to make these outfits? Oh my God. Let me just tell you what, what the holograms are wearing when they show up to this fashion show. I'm like, do y'all want to embarrass yourselves in front of everybody important? What is happening? Well, you got to make the fashion designer who is being featured look good. I so guess. you do not bring your A game. I guess. I, I guess because, not. Yeah. And so... And then, but but given that when we see like some of Regine's designs, like the the dresses that she has on the women look pretty cool. But then that dude comes out in that outfit. And I'm like, is that what is that supposed to be? It's just terrible. <laughs> you can't, but like fashion designers can't design for men in this world clearly. Because I mean, look at what Rio is wearing right now. I just <laughs> this. I was actually thinking about this as I was watching. So I I watched the last four episodes today. And, um, I was watching it and thinking about how much Jim and the hologram centers women that women, that men take men are background characters in this until riot comes along. Right. But from everything, you know, Rio wears nondescript clothes. He's not really, uh, he's, we never see anything from kind of his perspective. It's Mm -hmm. never like, you know, Jim slash Jerrica slash Rio get in a fight. And, you know, what does Rio do with his days? He's pouting or whatever. It's it's never centered that way. So, uh, yeah, th- like the men's fashion, too, except for Riot. Although I have some things to mention when we get to a later episode. But yeah. um, <laughs> but that's what the show does. Right. It pays attention to the women and the men are just kind of bystanders. And I, I like it. I don't know. <laughs> No, that's, that's real. 
that's real. And yeah, so it's just like when the guy comes, I don't even know why they had a guy in the fashion show. I'm like, what are we showing off here? That all men's clothes are terrible because they're just secondary and not as important as the women. I mean, that's fine. Maybe that was the point. Maybe. <laughs> there, there's probably a note in the script. Put this man in an ugly outfit. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the show is geared towards girls, right? So, of course, the guys are going to kind of take a back seat, right? As far as the characters well, I mean, are concerned. That is the way it should be but that's not always the way it happens yeah even in shows center centered or aimed at girls so yeah but then so the the designer of the that horrible outfit for men and okay out there for women <laughs> is regine and uh the countess says that regine is her latest protege and she and she's like a huge fan of gem and the holograms and she the countess wants the holograms to meet regine because they think that she where she thinks that they would be a good influence on her because she doesn't have a lot of discipline. And then a really interesting thing happens because then there's a shot of Shayna just like by herself, mm -hmm. even though she's standing with everybody else. And like Shayna is kind of looking at the countess and she has this weird reaction because at first she's frowning and then she looks off to the side and then she winks at somebody and then she smiles. And I'm like, was there a, a script direction there or was there a line yeah. that they cut that was meant to go with that? Because it was, it was like, it's not completely odd for you to sort of focus on Shayna at this moment because there's the countess is like, she should design for you. And she's like, wait a minute, what I designed for these women. I'm the only one who knows how, but she didn't, it was weird. Cause it, it wasn't that she was angry about it, but it didn't, I don't know. Yeah, it there's clearly a mistake moment. there. I, I did notice when I was going through the gem wiki, the official wiki, well, unofficial wiki, anyways, they actually had a note about that, and I didn't notice it at first until I had read that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was odd. Yeah. But I love it because when Regine and Shayna meet, Shayna is immediately like, oh, oh my gosh, I love you. We're going to be BFFs forever. Let's work together. And I was like, yes. They're not right. hitting them as competitors. And it was just this, you know, it shine theory and practice. And, uh, you know, I'm all about uh, uplifting other people and helping other people out. So I really liked seeing that modeled because so often I feel like, again, TV aimed at girls is about competition and I don't cattiness. I don't know. And, and in this, it's just like, no, let's let's help each other out. Let me help you. And I think that's beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. And I think what's even more cool about that is the fact that Regine is a black woman. Like she's clearly supposed yeah. to be from France or a country that speaks French and thus she has this French accent, but she's a black woman. And that's the other thing I love about like Shayna and her meeting um, and Shayna being like, I love your design so much and, and I can't wait to work with you. Like that was really cool. And there's no particular reason why Regine should be black. And I have no idea if like Chrissy Marks or somebody else was like in the script notes is like, this chick is black, just so you know. There's like no particular purpose for it, but yet she is. And that's another thing I really love about this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, just a, a note on that, too. I When I saw this episode, it seemed like maybe about the halfway point or maybe closer to the end, too. Again, this show isn't new to animation mistakes or uh, issues, but I noticed that uh, her skin looked a little bit lighter. Did either of you notice that? The color changes a bit. I noticed some animation consistency issues throughout this episode, so that might have been... I didn't notice skin color differences, but I did notice, you know, like 
weird lip animations again. So it wouldn't surprise me to see those inconsistencies in this episode. Oh, yeah. All the lip animations with in the songs were off. Like yeah. It was yeah. kind of distracting, actually. So she's clearly an inexperienced designer. At least that's the impression that I got. But she's talented. Yeah. Can, can right. I inter- interrupt just for a second? Because her teal hair is gorgeous, too. Period. Yes. I just yes. want to throw that out. I agree. <laughs> I concur. And actually, and it, it looks really good with her skin. Yeah. Actually, it's it's yeah. Things were like, oh, they were really thinking about this. She's like a fashion designer, and she's like very well color coordinated. I can't vouch for that outfit though, especially the weird shoulders. I don't know, I don't know about the shoulders, but everything else is about her. I like, <laughs> yeah, and the matching eyeshadow too. Yeah, the I yeah the way that they put her together was really nice, which befits a fashion designer, I would think. So that was cool. Yeah. And uh, and all the holograms just think like she's really nice. They're really complimentary of her and. And then I think it's Shayna who suggests that Regine should design the outfits yes. for their next concert. And, and, you know, Regine's like, Oh my God, this, that would be so wonderful. And she, you know, tries to put something together and then we get our first song. Which it is depends on the mood I'm in. It is a repeat. Yeah. Now, but, actually, I had uh, a, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's actually kind of fitting that this song be the repeat because the last, Last time the song played, it was another fashion-themed episode. It's been so long and I don't even remember. I, I was just sitting here thinking, Tempest, how do you remember that? I, I Because I do. Um, but it was <laughs> it was the episode where uh, they entered the International Rockstar Design Competition. I remember where they had to go to Rome. Mm-hmm. And, and Shayna's sitting in the room and she's like, I can't do this. I can't go up against all these famous designers. And they're like, who's this negative person? And then they, this is the song that they sing. Um, oh, so it's perfect in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those times where, you know, I, here at the end of all things, I'm like, Ugh, they keep repeating the songs. But this is one of those times where I'm like, well, this it fits because, again, the last time they played this song, it was a fashion episode. And it was all about, like, you know, getting Sheena excited about designing clothes for them. And this time it's another fashion episode where they're getting Regine excited about designing clothes for them. And one of the things I actually really loved about this video, which I'd forgotten because I haven't watch this episode in a very long time is that they do really neat stuff with the animation you know they have like this you know uh line drawing of gem and the background is like a bunch of you know sort of pencil pencil colors um that doesn't move so it's just like line drawing gem and like black and white holograms like dancing on this background for the most part and i was like oh that's such a cool effect like you know it's very simple it doesn't require like a lot of animation know-how to be able to do that but like it totally fits and the other thing that i love about this video is that we kind of go on a tour through a bunch of different gem of the holograms fashions where like the fashion was kind of like a highlight of the episode it came from like we see the glitter and gold outfit we -hmm. see the outfit from the broadway show and it's like a little broadway scene there in the middle um some outfits from uh that episode where Shayna was designing for them whatever so I actually, this is one of the few times I'm like, oh, they put a lot of thought into this. Like, this is actually very fitting with sort of everything that's gone on on the show up to this point having to do with fashion. Yeah, I totally agree. My pet theory is when the video starts, you know, how she's, you know, she begins penciling in a drawing and then suddenly Jem comes to life on the paper. I think she was on hallucinogens. That could be it. Maybe. As well. 
I mean, artistic people, you know, they have to have sometimes have a little something to kick their juices into gear. Um, I, I kind of felt bad for Regine, though, because they're all looking over her shoulder as she's sketching and judging her as she's sketching. And I was like, just let let her finish what she's doing before you pass judgment and stop looking over her shoulder. Give her some space and let her breathe. Yeah. No, no pressure. Okay. Right. Right. I can't work like that. Especially yeah. since they didn't even know what they wanted. She's like, what do you want? Like she does the thing that you're supposed to do. She's like, what would you like? And they're like, Oh, we don't know. I guess we'll know it when we see it. Like that's not useful. And it makes the rest of this episode really annoying too. Yeah. Now, yeah. I know this is a repeat song, but maybe we should revisit the song itself uh, because I don't remember what the two of you thought about it initially. Is this a song that you like? I don't remember what I thought initially, but this time I liked it. I like the minor key. Um, I kind of like, as someone who's been, I've been playing around with, you know, like feature images and stuff for my blog and that kind of thing and, and talking with people and they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, so <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit kind of on par with the song too. So it's resonating for where I am in life right now. Yeah. I really like this song. I always have. It's one of my favorites. And and this repeat of it does not change that. Yeah, me too. Well, so after the video, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised by this, but the Stingers try to poach Regine away from the holograms. Right. Because Regine has like, she's, she says she has an idea, but she's not going to tell the holograms what it is, right? She's like, I'll surprise you, I'll surprise you. And then she like runs off to like the fabric store. And it's like an upholstery fabric store. It's really weird. It's weird. She runs, off to, <laughs> she runs off to the fabric store where the count is. And the countess is like, um, should you show them the, the schedule? She's like, no, we're just going to do this. We're just going to make the clothes. And then she runs in there. And then as she comes out, and I don't even know. Did she pay for that fabric? It's hard to That's tell. That's why I, I have a note. She just take what she just takes what she wants. She just throws and runs out the door. And I'm like, right. Uh. And then like a red carpet rolls out in front of her, and she looks up, and there's like an honest to god horse drawn carriage, like a super baroque yeah horse drawn carriage, just like on the streets of fake L.A. <laughs> and, and Riot hands her a drink. I have no idea what's in that martini glass. I it's wouldn't, o it's I orange. Wouldn't, mm -mm, right. Yeah. And I wouldn't I wouldn't accept the drink from Riot on, on yeah, any way. Not a good idea. <laughs> right. But my favorite part is how the countess says, I don't know if you should be accepting rides from strangers as if these people pulled up in a van. And I'm like, lady, <laughs> they pulled up in a horse drawn carriage. Right. I <laughs> exactly. It's a little bit different. It's a, yeah, Why it's not. You? Yeah, exactly. I I did enjoy the the countess like I don't think you should get in there with strangers and I was like yes good good <laughs> someone's got to say it apparently right, but then you know it can't be strangers because it's a horse drawn carriage and and oh lo and behold it's riot which you know and the and the stingers so whatever I mean we know the that they're not that strange. <laughs> And then, yeah, right, hands her some strange orange drink in, I guess, it looks like a martini glass. Maybe it's meant to be like a wine glass. But again, I wouldn't accept drinks from Riot. <laughs> and Riot wants Regine to design clothes for the Stingers. And she's all like, oh, this is like a dream couture. I feel like Cinderella. And But then she's like, well, I will design clothes for you just as soon as I'm done designing clothes for Jem. And, of course, the Stingers do not like this idea. 
I mean, who would? You can't. You can't have that. I Not, mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know, Riot, of course, like he tends to do, likes to prey on people with very little self-confidence, which it's clear Regine has, doesn't have a lot of it. So she, I mean, she, she's resistant at first, but it seems like it's throughout the episode, it's slowly, she, I mean, she slowly comes around to it too well, especially with oh. what happens later on between her and yeah. the holograms. But I wouldn't say that necessarily Regine doesn't have self-confidence. What it seems more like is that just Regine is not worldly. You mm -hmm. know, despite the fact that she has become the protege of the Countess de Voisin, like who knows how that happened. I mean, probably the Countess found her as a street urchin. Like, like that's just the way things work in this world. But mm -hmm. she seems to have confidence in her designs. It's just that she's not particularly savvy about the the world that she's been thrown into. Um, the kind of attention that she's going to get because otherwise she shouldn't be all that like surprised that, right. you know, different rock stars would be interested in her work. I mean, what, how else are you going to be the protege of the Connors Devil Sun and not be introduced to rock stars? They live next door. So, but I do think that Riot catches on to the fact that she's not worldly. Um, I think the self-confidence crash comes later. But she also seems to like the attention, right? When, well, of course, their show i mean who wouldn't write but uh, obviously i mean yeah it's gonna make you feel good when a popular rock star you know pays attention to you and 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 also makes you feel important yeah and that's what riot is good at i mean mm -hmm. you know when they're they're in this carriage and they start singing the next song this is a stinger song it's all in the style that's the name of the song. Yes. And the first thing that Riot does is he pulls a coin out from behind her ear, which is just like, I mean, did pickup artists watch this show? <laughs> that's get, actually how like, that, their playbook. That's actually a, a scientific fact. That that is how it all started. Mm, right. Pickup artists watch. Yeah, it's in Wikipedia like, somewhere. Oh. So yeah, so he pulls a coin out from behind her ear, and you're like, okay. But then he starts like turning the coin, and basically he mesmerizes her. He literally mesmerizes her and makes her have these visions of this um of the video and so i was like oh that oh creepy but it's mm -hmm. i do like the song though like the actual song it's i like this singer song it's pretty good i don't know how you two feel about it i don't think there's a single stinger song that i haven't liked yeah, I was actually thinking that watching this too. I have a note that says, as much as I roll my eyes at the Stingers, I really like their music. Just kind of across the board, I don't think there's been a song that I have disliked. Yeah, and even the yeah. songs, I mean, there are certainly songs that I prefer over others, but I've never had like a visceral feeling where it's like, oh, this is not a good tune. Yeah. Yeah, agree. And um, yeah, the, like... I really love the bass line in this one too. Like that's, that's my favorite bit of this song. Like it has a really good bass line. Um, I also like the idea of like everything being all in your style, you know, the sparkle shimmer twinkle and buzz. I mean, Hey, and it's kind of interesting, the kind of things that the stingers sort of show her or make her imagine or promise her or whatever in this video. And it's, it's funny because as the audience, we can look at that and be like, there's snow in you, girl. But, mm -hmm. you know, there are times when it's like there's, you know, they're standing on a stage with Regine and it's like Riot models Regine and Riot steps aside to like give her the spotlight. And I was like, oh, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> this poor girl, she's totally getting lied to. Mm -hmm. um, 
but you know, that's all part of their sort of whole manipulative bit. Yeah. And I think for me, one of the things I've always loved is anytime I hear a song with a man and a woman singing together, there's just something about that that just sounds so good to me. I, I think that's why I like a lot of the Stinger songs. In yeah, it, well, yeah. it it opens yeah. up more harmonies, I think, and um, yeah, different uh, different things you can do with different vocal ranges. Absolutely. Okay, so after the video, Regine shows up at Starlight Mansion with right. the new outfits for the first time. So the holograms haven't seen these outfits that she's made, right. and uh, they try them on, and the reaction isn't spectacular. So, and what is stupid is everybody else likes the outfits. Like, you know, they come out and all the Starlight girls are applauding and there's nothing wrong with the outfits. They're actually better than some of the stuff that they were wearing the other day, mm-hmm. which I can assume was, you know, done by Shayna. Yeah. But what's interesting is that, um, you know, before she got out of the carriage, like Riot or Minx or somebody said to her, don't waste your time on Gem and the Holograms because they're mundane. They will reject your awesome ideas because they don't have the vision or whatever to know good fashion. Like they're just so, you know, tasteless and mundane. And so when, you know, they come out and they don't like her outfits and she's, and, and and they're kind of like hedging around how they don't like the outfits. I'm like, you know, they have a point. Those outfits are, they're, they're nice. They're really interesting and they're different from what you usually wear, but they're not ugly. What Mm -hmm. are you complaining about? Mm Mm-hmm. The one comment yeah. that Jem made about the outfit saying that, you know, technically they are nice outfits, but she's saying for that particular concert that they were going to do, which I still don't know what it is. She said that they wouldn't be appropriate. So, and I was thinking because of the sort of like bikini top thing that they had, like maybe what type of concert was it? Was it a concert for children? Like maybe they were, the outfits were a little too sexy. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop for them to to be like at the the end or whatever but but wait it's a children's concert or something and it all becoming crystal clear and me saying oh see look if they just knew how to communicate better like i do like every episode if they could just communicate better then you know none of this would have happened but it it turns out that that wasn't the case and it was just like oh well we didn't really like them but we right. wore them, and I guess they were better than we thought they were. It was very bizarre. Well, I think they, they we just wouldn't have a plot in this episode, because if Jem actually said right. something like that, and then she'd be like, oh, okay, I understand. You like them, but they're not right for this, because of you doing right. concert but for then, children. Again, they couldn't even tell her what would be right. Like, right. that was the other really frustrating thing. It's like, okay, you say this isn't right, but you didn't tell her what you wanted. And yeah, like, what was this concert supposed to be for that this wasn't okay? The thing I was thinking, I was like, maybe it was a concert for, like, recovering um, sexaholics. And so the bikini tops would be <laughs> really inappropriate. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, no. It's too Sexaholics sexy. Anonymous. <laughs> the Sexaholics Anonymous benefit concert. <laughs> you can't have the Martinique look for that. Oh my god! Oh god! So, anyways, after this whole... (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Well, she doesn't take the news very well. She storms off, and yeah, she has not right, and I'm not giving you any input. Ugh! 
She hasn't given up though. She goes back to the drawing board and you, you see her, she's, you know, frustrated. She's trying to come up with new designs and she's crumpling things up and throwing it away. And the countess comes in and tries to give her some advice. Well, she's like, shouldn't, shouldn't you show them or talk yeah. to them? And she's just like, no, no, I cannot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and the countess offers to help but she doesn't want it she's like no these got to be my designs which i can understand like because it, yeah it must be hard like she's the protege but she's like trying to prove herself and yeah yeah i could see what she means so yes like i could see her frustration um and they only have like a little while until the concert I, how soon this concert was supposed to be because you know they keep talking about like how much time they have or how little time they have to get these outfits together for this concert, but then the events of this episode make it seem like it's many weeks, mm-hmm. many many weeks. But you know who knows? Like time. Well, you know, not... in this world, it's like the concert's the next day. Right. Like time does not make any sense. Just like geography doesn't make sense in this cartoon. Uh, no. Whatever. Can we talk about the absolutely absurd card that Regine gets in the mail? From Riot. It is a <laughs> pop-up card oh, that talks. Riot Where did is, he have time to manufacture this? I don't know, but but this man is innovative and like 20 years ahead of his time. This is true, but but I feel like probably what it is is that they have a lot of those cards in you know, Stinger's music, like, like Riot ordered at least 500 of those, okay? And they're sitting in boxes <laughs> of Stinger's music. And whenever he needs to make somebody feel special, because you notice, like, when it popped up, it just said the Stingers. It was just them. Uh-huh. Like, it didn't say, like, fashion party or whatever it was. Like, it just said the Stingers. I'm pretty sure that Riot just had a bunch of those made, because I do remember <laughs> in the 80s, Hallmark had, well, I'm, I don't know if it was in the 80s, but there, there was a point where everybody was super excited about like those cards where if you open them they like make a sound or whatever and that you could record your own voice like that technology existed so like ryan just ordered one of those things and then like you know on the back of it is like press record and record your voice and he did it and then he sent it off to regine but there's a fact that ryan has the foresight Mm -hmm. to have such things Mm -hmm. i wonder what how that actually works like what, because they had postcard talking postcards back then, but what did they store the recording on? Oh, you can like get little, little chip. chips. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. was like, you know, it's the same because it's, it's just like when you have a pop-up card that's already pre-recorded. It's just that, you know, this probably limited. I mean, probably it right. wouldn't have allowed them to do as long a message as Riot had on there because it was like, regime, please join us. And blah, 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 blah. Like five hours later, he was like, and so we'll see you there. <laughs> You know what's what's really interesting? Actually, this just reminded me of something. So, like back in the eighties, when Knight Rider was around, I had the I had the toy car which talked. And many many years later, I actually ended up taking it apart, and I found out that the audio recordings weren't stored on any kind of microchip. It actually had a mini, like vinyl record player inside what? which is oh, so crazy wow. but yeah wow. they actually had uh they actually had pressed it to this little tiny tiny little record that played like just a couple of sounds it was amazing That's maybe this awesome. postcard cool. has a mini turntable inside it's possible i'm with you so anyway so uh, after this uh, they the, regine ends up going to this big fancy party with lots of supposedly important people and Lots of other fashion designers, uh, um, 
God, what's the Japanese guy's name? Yakitori? Taki. No, Taki. Well, I think maybe his last name is Yakitori, but his name is Taki. Isn't that I was a, like, that's a isn't terrible that a food? name. I don't know. He's it was a terrible, terrible name. He is terrible. But like what's messed up is, okay, so this actually, I feel like this episode prepared me for life because so regime walks in, right? And she comes up to people and she tries to introduce herself. And they ignore her. And then she goes up to another group of people and she tries to introduce herself. They ignore her. Then she sees Taki standing by himself. And that should have been a clue that she shouldn't talk to him because psh, whatever. Like, if you're standing by yourself at this party, then you're a loser. But she recognizes him because he's a designer, too, and she loves his stuff. And so, you know, when she goes up to talk to him and he, and she says, I can't tell you how much I love your designs. He's like, well, then don't. And then walks away. You know, she doesn't take that. Right. But she doesn't take that. She doesn't understand what that means. And I'm like, ugh. and, and I feel like this is a thing that, you know, obviously this was aimed at young girls at the time. And this is a problem that, that I think you can, you would encounter as a a young girl, like being snubbed by people who think that they're better than you or they're more popular or whatever. But like this lesson has served me all the way into my, you know, mid thirties life because the number of times that I have watched people say it like conventions or something snub people in the room, like mm-hmm. not that they know them and don't like them, but they're just like, they look at their badge and they're like, you're nobody I know. And then they just won't talk to you. And I'm like, we are adult grown people. We are adult grown people. And this kind of thing still happens. And yeah, that is a mess. I, I just, and I just that's figured she that just because she's young and naive, she's just going to, like, I mean, if it was me, like, after meeting all these people, I would have been like, I don't need, I don't need this. And I would have walked out. But when Riot grabs Regine and introduces her, suddenly everybody is like, oh, well, there's, you know, she must be important. Even um, the the Japanese guy, I'm, I still can't remember his name. He, you know, he's like, had I, had I known who you were, I would have talked to you. It's like, and, and this isn't, this doesn't clue her in that this guy's a jerk. Right, exactly. But again, that kind of thing, I've seen that behavior mirrored as well. Like somebody doesn't want to talk to you. They look at your badge. They, you know, you're not somebody they've heard of who must be cool. So they like literally don't want to look at you or talk to you. But then suddenly they see you standing with somebody they do know and somebody they do think is important. And they've realized that that person knows you. And then they're like, oh, I got to get over there and talk mm-hmm. to them. Like, ah. So many times I have seen this, so many times. And every time I see this, I'm just like, now I don't like you. And see, people give me a hard time a lot. Like all my friends who listen to this podcast are now going to start grinning because they know. Like people always give me a hard time. They're like, oh, Tempest, you don't like anybody. And I'm like, no, it's not that I don't like anybody. But the minute I see somebody exhibiting that kind of behavior, because they don't always necessarily do it to me. Like, you know, the kind of conventions that I go to, I'm pretty well known. So it's not that I, I have it done to me, but I see people doing it to other people. And I notice that because people used to do that to me a lot when I was younger. And so when I see you do that, you are on my list and I don't want to have nothing to do with you. And I don't care how nice you are. And I don't, you know, to me that because you know who I am or whatever, if I see you do that to somebody then already you're in my column of no, you ain't I'm mm-hmm. not talking to you. I, I have no room in my life for people who do that kind of thing. And poor Regine, she didn't know. She didn't know. Because, yeah, you're right. That should have been a clue. Like, the minute Taki said that to her, that should have been a clue. And she just, it didn't, it passed her right by. Cause she was so enthused with Riot's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I understand why. This is where I, you know, I get just sort of 
looking, I guess, sort of, I don't know what's the right word, being an observer on what's going on here, I can, I understand why he's so charming, right? Because he's making her feel good. He's giving her compliments. You know, I can't believe that you're, you know, you do you always just come up with these desi like designs that they just kind of, do these ideas always flow like all, you know, all the time? She's like, well, no, not always. And she's like, these are, I don't remember his exact words, but he, she starts coming up with these designs at the party and he's like, wow, those are these spectacular, you know? So it, it, it's, you know, when you're feeding somebody's ego like that, they're just going to want to hang around. Mm-hmm. And so those designs, speaking of the designs, mm -hmm. she goes back to the hologram. She shows Shayna these designs. She shows them all. Like they're, they yeah. all look at the designs. But Riot's prediction comes true because Riot is like, Gem and the holograms will not appreciate the brilliance of these designs. And they don't. Which is actually really sad because just at the pan that you see of the like, you know, black and white sketch. It's not colored in or whatever. But there were at least two outfits in there that I was like, oh, that outfit actually looks fabulous. Like, I want to know who is wearing that because that looks really cool. And well, they didn't like it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the during the song, the first sketch she did, she gave Jem these, like, I don't know, pants or, or tights or something that have, like, stars all over them. I'm like, that's perfect for Jem. And they were like, no, I don't, I don't know. The right. whole thing just seems weird. It's just like, uh, we're just going to make the holograms just reject everything just for the sake of the plot, right? Right, right. And it's like, uh, there was this, the, the one outfit that I remember, it was like, like this thing where it had like a swirl that sort of, it was like a 3D swirl that went all the way up the bottom. Like, it was so cool. And what was really sad, like, which we'll get to is that when you actually see like the version of the design she does for the stingers, they're not nearly as cool actually as the sketches that she did for the holograms. But, but they didn't like them. And then she, Shane is like, let me work with you to tell you like what we like. And once again, we come across this thing where you literally did not tell her what you wanted. And now you're mad that she did not yeah. give you something that works for you. At the next scene, we see the Stinger Sound building. Have they always had their own? Is that a record company? I mean, have they always had that? Yeah, remember? Well, you, uh, you just said you didn't remember. So Stinger Sound is the old Misfits music. Eric Raymond sold ah, right. half of Misfits music to Stingers and renamed it Stinger Sound. And, you know, again, we'll get to this a little bit later, but I just want to mention right now that Riot seems like he is a much better CEO of a music company than Jerrica ever was. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll see this later. <laughs> but like, oh, my God. And sir, certainly better than Eric Raymond, right? They will. I mean, he well, can't yeah. do anything. I mean, right. that goes without saying, right? Like, I mean, he can't even tie his thing. shoes in the morning, right? Yeah. Like, as a matter of fact, Eric, yeah, Eric has just left. He's left yeah, after yeah, he's the gone. children traumatized him. Gone forever. We never see Eric again. It's well, it's because he owes he owes the mob money, right? So he skipped down. Well, he can't. Owe, he doesn't owe the mob money. Like maybe, maybe he just needs to go home, or maybe like he. You know, he was doing his brother a favor and there was like a gun in the bathroom of the Italian restaurant. And then maybe he's in Sicily. Maybe he's in Sicily. Mm. Maybe Big. he's wearing cement shoes because he he made his great uncle really mad. And sometimes the weekly week link has to go. Yeah. And he's starting. Maybe he's starting up a new record label in Italy somewhere. Anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. So the, the stingers finally come out on stage. They're they're <laughs> doing this whole fashion show thing at the stingers uh, music building, and they they come out on stage wearing these fancy uh, new outfits that are royalty themed. Which so, are they're a little. Yeah. It's a little too much for me. It's not even. I I identified what I don't like about them, and what I don't like about them is that they're too on point. Because again, like you couldn't completely tell from the sketches that she had for the holograms. You only see them for like a little bit, but it did seem like it was more, or I guess less like literally I'm going to dress you like Kings and Queens. Like instead it was more like royalty themed and it was very Baroque. And you know, that was sort of the, the idea, but for the stingers, like she literally is just like typical King and Queen outfits, but a little bit pointier. Like Riot looks like he walked out of a picture of like yeah, I I felt that it was uninspired, and I think you're right. I think they should have. I think she should have done something that was inspired by royalty, but not like it should still look like something a rock star would wear. Right, right. So that was that. I felt like I was like, oh, oh, that's that's not a good choice. Um, and then of course, like the, the reporter is like, are you trying to say with these clothes that you rule rock and roll? And Brad's like, yes, <laughs> yeah. Harriet Quote Horn. On that. I'm Harriet Horn. Oh my God. In the Harriet Horn show. <laughs> Who is she supposed to be? A, uh, is she supposed to be a, like a parody of someone? I want to say that she is, but I can't, I can't quite put my Joan finger Collins? on yeah. A little bit of Joan Collins, a little bit of Barbara Walters, I feel like, but like trashy instead of a journalist. What, what's interesting, though, and this is not something that I've noticed in previous episodes, so maybe this is new, but like Harriet Horn's TV show is now on something called Lindsay TV. Like apparently Lindsay is now too. a media mogul. Like she has her own network or, or production company or something. And other people now are like having their shows as part of her media conglomerate which i'm like all right Lindsay, you go like i feel i feel that that's awesome yeah she's moving up in the world so by the way it, i thought this was hilarious but the next scene at the mall with regine she's shopping for materials at a place called What's fabric that? mart right? like, can we, really like, in this world like literal rock stars and a high-end fashion designers go to the mall on a regular like yeah. remember in the episode too many gems where Jem and rio go to the fancy restaurant with the major d and everything that restaurant was in a mall because the river is like right across the aisle of the mall from the record store <laughs> so weird why are we in the mall it's you so 80s that's people. what it is why are we shopping in a mall but there was clearly an orange julius malls were a big deal they, <laughs> they were, were a, a big, big deal. deal and so Maybe. and yes Maybe they card you at this mall. So if you walk in, they're like, okay, are you famous enough to be in here? Right. I mean, because it didn't even look like a high-end mall. Like, I could no, not a high-end mall, like in Beverly Hills or something. But literally, that fabric store was like a discount fabric store. Like, what, yeah. are, you, what are you doing? Oh, my God. But, yeah, so she and Taki are in the discount fabric store looking for new things. And what did Taki say to her? Because he had said something to her during the fashion. Oh, I remember when, when Ryan was like, yes, you may quote me on that. That is the statement I want to make. And she's like, that's not the statement I want to make with my fashion. And Taki's like, don't say that. Mm-mm, that's not about mm-hmm. what you want. You just keep his, uh, his majesty up there happy. And that's all you need to do. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Taki, thanks. But and, he, he wasn't wrong. And they're kind of a thing, right? They're, they're, they're an item at this point. Right. Like that's what she says at the Harriet Horn show. She's like, we yeah. are dating. 
You heard it first. Yeah, folks. Okay. (laughs) So they're dating at the mall in the discount fabric store. Oh, so so romantic. Right. And then Shayna comes along. And what Shayna's doing in the mall, we'll never know. Um, She's trying to rescue rescue her. Well, she just happened. Oh, well, she does say she's been looking for Regine. (laughs) I've been looking for you everywhere. And I decided to come to the discount fabric Mm -hmm. store at the mall. (laughs) I knew that you love the discount fabrics. As we all do. Um, and she's like, the, the stingers are just going to use you. They're going to, you know, because, but again, I can see why Regine does not even believe her because up until this point, all the things that Riot has said to her have come true. Like Riot was like, they're too mundane for you. They're not going to appreciate you. And oh, look, they did not appreciate her designs and they were super mundane. And so why does, why would she ever listen? Shana, she wouldn't. But Shana gives her a ticket to their concert anyway because she's like, when you're ready, you know, when when Riot turns on you or whatever, the gem and the holograms will be ready for you no matter when, no matter where. But then, of course, Minx and Rapture come along and ruin everything. That's yeah, what and what Rapture does in this next scene, it's really mean. I mean, obviously, Regine is, it's like, oh, come on, she's that naive. But it's it's pretty mean. They're mean. So Rapture basically tells Regine that I'm not even sure if I remember this correctly. She hands her a crystal and says that you have to look through it to figure out, depending on the mood that Riot, the color of Riot's aura, the color of his aura. Yes, right. the blue crystal shows his aura. And whatever color his aura is, that's the color the clothes should be. And they will synchronize with his mood of the day. Oh, rapture. Well, it, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you see, so then, because like, Mix and Rapture do this because they're like, they think Regina is getting boring. Because Regina's like, that's not really nice what you did to Shayna. And they're like, well, now she's boring. I'm like, oh, okay. These women, they're so fickle. Yeah. But they in are. the next scene, we, we, we're shown a board meeting where yes. Riot is sitting in, you know, the conference room <laughs> with all of his people <laughs> and like, you know, talking about all the different projects. And this is why I say that Riot seems like he's a better CEO of a company than Jerrica because he has a room full of people. Like there's more than two people in that room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Can I just say something? To them about their various projects. Yeah. Has Riot ever heard of t-shirts? He he doesn't wear t-shirts. He just, he's got this like jacket on and then like nothing underneath. Why would Riot ever sully his perfection? Right. His perfection. Oh God. I mean, look, Riot's body is like unto a God. And therefore he must show as right. much of it as is decent yeah. at any one time. Yeah, his abs have abs. A little bit more. <laughs> and then a little bit more. Look, when you are sitting at the head of the boardroom table, you need to let them know who is boss. And nothing says, I'm the boss, like a man without a shirt, but with a vest. <laughs> and and a collar. Because he does. I, I, like I should give that a try some. I should give that a try sometime. <laughs> It was a collar that's separate from the. Sh- Next from time the I have a meeting, I'll assert my dominance. Look, you got to learn to dress for success. Like mm-hmm. you know the saying is like you have to dress for the job that or you undress want. Undress for success. 
Riot wants the job of the man in charge. So he has no shirt. Swashbuckling pirate. So anyway, so Regine holds up the crystal, looks at him through the crystal. They, wait, wait, everyone wait, wait, looks wait. really no, 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 perplexed. No, 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 no. First, we have to talk about how Riot's like the first item on the agenda is like, how's our Saturday morning TV show coming along? <laughs> it was a Saturday morning cartoon. And I'm like, this show's got so meta. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. They're like, we got to have a cartoon. And and then the woman is like, well, the the network says that your character needs to be, be friendlier and mm-hmm. nicer. And like his literal answer to that is no. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, cancel it. Just cancel well, it. He's the boss, right? He pays, pays the check. Right. And they're like, but they're going to go bankrupt. He's like, I don't care. Moving on. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, See, I love you, it. But yeah, when you wear no shirt, you can make decisions. Right. Like shirts inhibit decisions, I think. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those shirts really chafe. They really chafe. They do. Very restrictive. Constrictive, too. Yep. No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so the, can we get to the embarrassing scene here with regime yes, no we can so the crystal she holds up the crystal i've already spoiled it but she holds up the crystal looks at him through it everyone in the boardroom looks extremely perplexed at what she's doing and when they ask her she explains that it's like you know i'm i gotta check your aura out so i can design clothes for you and everyone starts laughing at her right and not only that like not even just everyone riot laughs to her and i was like riot you son of a gun like you know exactly why she's doing that. Like, you know. there's Was he in on it, though? I back? thought it was just Rapture that was in on it. Right. No, no, no. It, it's, it's not that he was in on it, but he would clearly know. Like, it's oh. because he knows Rapture. Like, you know, remember in the very first episode when, like, you know, he walked in on Pizzazz and Rapture and Pizzazz was, like, all dressed up like a baby doll and other kinds of craziness. And it really just took very little, like, just gesture from rapture and mix for him to understand what was happening yep. because he knows rapture you know and so like what other person that he knows or who would be in regine's life would tell her to look through a crystal to see the man's aura you know mm-hmm. and so it's like you know exactly where she got that from and yet you are laughing at her like she's a fool anyway like that uh, this is why he is the worst man right. he is yeah oh man i just i haven't been in situations exactly crying. like that but I mean, I have been embarrassing situations where, you know, you you just, ugh, your heart sinks and you're like, I need to get the hell out of here, mm-hmm. which is what she does. Yep. And, and, and everybody laughs at her, including Taki, because Taki was in the room and Taki laughed at her too. I'm like, you jerk. And then later on, she's going to visit Taki in his, in his office. So, okay. So with, this is weird. So she, when she goes to try to find Taki, he's in office and the office looks like really fancy and he's inside of the office with Minx and he and Minx are in there making out. And then he says to Minx, are you sure that you'll show Riot my designs? And she's like, oh, yes, I will. Just keep kissing me. La, la, la. And then Regine busts in on them. She's like, oh, my God, how could you? I could you. Now, the thing that is confusing to me about this is that Taki was already in like he was invited to that party. Okay, he was in the boardroom. What is he doing if he is not making designs for Riot? Like, is, did Riot just want him around because he was Japanese and he's like, well, this will increase my zen? Like, I don't, like, you know, it's it's all because of the plot. But I'm like, well, they they could have had another reason for Taki to be in there kissing Minx. I mean, maybe he just really likes Minx, or maybe he just wants to pretend like he likes Minx so he could be doing. I don't know. But it was just it was weird. 
Well, he was yesterday's designer. And you got to keep him on retainer for a little bit just so you're sure of the new design. No, that seems like it's too much foresight. I don't know. He's hanging around waiting for waiting to snatch up the next project, I guess, maybe. I guess. But so Rashid's like, I thought you cared about me. Oh, no. And Taki's like, I cared about you when you were the new thing. Now I don't anymore. And then she runs off crying. And then he and Minx laugh. Uh, Which is like, uh, okay, she's young and inexperienced. And that's, I guess, this episode, because it's like he everybody has made it very, very clear that they don't like you because you're you. They like you because Riot has favored you momentarily. And I don't know. I feel bad for her. But on the other hand, it's like, why are you surprised? By the way, what is that yeah. accent that she has? It's supposed to be French. Is it? Yeah, she's French. Yeah. yeah. She's mm. from France or a French colony. Something like that, yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure what's going on in this next scene here, but it looks like the, it looks like her, like Regine and, uh, what's his name? Oh God, why can't I remember his name? The other designer. <laughs> Yaki? Is that what his Taki. name is? We just, Taki? wait, we just did that scene where he's in the, in there with Matt Rapture and, mm-hmm. You just kissing. Did that. I mean, not Rapture Minx, but he was kissing Minx. Minx. Yeah. No, no, that was going to the next, the the next scene oh. where they're uh, oh. they're showing they're showing Riot the designs and stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah, in the next scene, like you know, Regine comes in and she's like, she's really sad. She's like, here are my latest designs, and Riot is like, this is stupid. Like this is what he said. But like basically, he's like, this is uninspired and dumb. And then Regine starts to cry. She's like, I'm just going through some things, and I'm under a lot of stress. And he's like, I don't care. And quite honestly. Okay, so we we know what's going on, Regine, and so we feel very bad for her. But I'm also just like, yeah, but this is fashion, honey. Like this is this is having a job, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, a competitive you market. You it's a competitive suck it up. market. And so you know, when when Ryder's just like, whatever, I'm tossing you aside, and she starts screaming at him, and she's like, you promised me this, you promised me that. Now that I'm with. Because he did promise her the world, like literally. He promised her all this stuff and then he doesn't deliver it to her because he's like, well, whatever, I'm just tossing you aside. But at the same time, she just gave him a bunch of crappy ass designs. So <laughs> I don't know what exactly he was supposed to say. And then Minx comes in with Taki and she's like, look at his designs. And Taki's like, yeah, these are mine. And he's like, and Ryan's like, I love them. They're so fresh. Taki, you're my new designer. And then Regine says to him, they like you today because you are new. But tomorrow, they may not. And she storms out. <laughs> it's like, all right. I guess she has learned the lesson because she repeats like literally what Shayna and the other said to her earlier. It's like, okay. <sighs> yes. But it's it's very complex because like, again, I, fi- I feel like you know, you can talk all you want about how you're under all this stress and strain or whatever, but you still should have turned in a product that was good. And and it would have actually been more interesting if she had, like, come to him excitedly and shown him her new sketches. And he was like, this is terrible. And she's like, but I, I thought these are really great. And he's like, no, they're terrible. Get out. Taki's my new desire now. Then I felt like that would have even been more appropriate because then it would have been her making excuses. What I find odd is how 
Well, Regine, I mean, at this point, she's she's kind of bummed out, and she's she's holding, she's got the ticket to the Gem and the Holograms concert, decides to go, sees them backstage, and the Holograms completely change their mind about what they think of, of her designs. Because at the beginning of this episode, you know, they I think they were her designs were rejected twice, right? And and then yeah. at the end they're like, well, we were too close-minded, and I think we were kind of I don't remember I'm paraphrasing here because I don't remember the exact words that Jim said, but something to the effect of, you know, we we weren't very open-minded. And it's just weird. Yeah, she says something about how they wanted to show her, they wanted to prove to her that they do believe in her talent. And so they decided to wear these the Martinique clothes that she made before. And it is a little weird. I mean, I I think I would have felt a little bit better about it if they'd said, you know what? When we first saw these outfits, we didn't think that they were very us. And then, but we thought they were beautiful, but we didn't think they were us. But then the more that we looked at them, we were like, you know what? These outfits are great and we need to take a chance. Which, I mean, I guess it's kind of implied that that's what happened, but they don't exactly say it. I don't know. I think we're just supposed to be excited because they wear the outfits and they sing the song. Yeah. Well, and you get to finally figure out, well, what kind of concert is that? It turns out to be just like a regular concert. It wasn't a concert for kids or anything. There wasn't any good it wasn't reason. Even, no, it wasn't even a concert for sex addicts. I'm just so sad. Yeah, sexaholics. Yeah. But when we get to the song, Straight From The Heart, um, when they're like, we're debuting our new Martinique look. Um, it, the, the song is like done in this... Um, sort of the the style of the music is kind of reggae-ish yeah i wasn't sure how i felt about that i it was to match the outfits right which were i don't know <laughs> i don't know what they were I thinking i think it was meant to match the outfits but it said martinique not martinique is not in the caribbean is it it's not, it's not one of the islands in that area is it oh, I of course no i should I should have looked this up. This is sad. I didn't even look it up. But um, Caribbean. Okay. So yeah, maybe that was what they were going for. Um, and I actually, I really like this song. And one of the reasons why I like it is because it is a bit musically different from other Gem and the Hologram mm-hmm. songs. Um, and also, I just like the song. I, I like the message of the song. Yeah. Straight from the heart. You gotta come straight from the heart. Absolutely. And the holograms gave uh, Regine credit for the designs at the concert, which I thought was nice. Regine Césaire! So, after the music video, we have the Countess getting, just pouring in, all the calls are pouring in, and she's taking all the calls for the orders for the Martinique collection. So, I'm a little confused about this, but why, why is the Countess taking orders? I don't know. Right. I, I thought I, that too. I do they like, not have a company with employees where they can... Uh, okay. That's weird. Apparently, the Countess is just as bad at running a business as Jerrica, where she just does mm-hmm. everything. She's like, yes, I will have all the people who want to order my look call my personal phone number <laughs> and tell me. <laughs> the orders are pouring in. What if they call in the middle of the night? I'll just be up. I'll you need be, a call thinking, center. Oh, there's order. no way that she's going to be... If the orders were pouring in, there's no way one person with one phone line is going to be well, able to... Hey, now, the phone rang twice. Mm-hmm. The phone rang twice. It's, it's great. 
<laughs> but yes, and and all is well that ends well because they they tell Regine that she's so wonderful, and Regine says that she just hopes that everybody who wears her clothes are as nice as they are because they really believed in her, and everybody hugs. Aww. The end. You've been listening to the Gemcast on Hologram Radio. Malik's Knight joined by Aline Sims, as always, who is not doing her less than or equal podcast again. It has actually come to an end. So mm-hmm. what are you doing these days, Aline? Oh, enjoying stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. You sound so productive. <laughs> I'm very productive. I'm, I'm focusing a lot on uh, App Camp for Girls and I guess... I've started teaching since we last recorded, maybe. I don't know, maybe around the time we last recorded. Um, So I've been uh, busy learning how to teach and uh, spinning up App Camp for Girls Phoenix for next summer. And what are you teaching? Uh, I'm teaching a class on HTML and CSS and web content strategy. Sounds like fun. It's exciting. And you fired up your blog again, I see. Oh, I blog once every six months, whether I need to or not. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm trying to make more time to write, though. Right. And if people would like to check out your writing, they can go to aleanmean.com and follow you on Twitter at Aline. That's A-L-E-E-N. That's me. And K Tempest Bradford, science fiction writer. What are you up to these days? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Nothing well, people important. can go straight to the to the website to check everything out. ktempestbradford.com. That's true. And find your writing. You can. And also, um, on January the 1st, I'm revamping my Patreon. So check that out. Patreon.com slash ktempestbradford. And as far as this show is concerned, you can check us out on Twitter at Podcast. And we're also under the same name on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast in iTunes to ensure you get every new episode. And give us a star rating if you have a moment that uh, helps other people find the show and also makes us feel pretty good about what we do here. You can also show your support by going to patreon.com forward slash hologram radio and become a monthly sustaining donator. It is a single best way to show your support for what we do on this podcast, which is coming to an end soon. But we do have lots of other great podcasts on this network, including a few new ones that are going to be coming out soon. Yay. I think that's it. Sounds about right. So until next time, show's over, Synergy. <laughs>